0: Hello and welcome It's the Filmmakers Podcast This is a podcast where we talk filmmaking From indie film to studio films and everything in between How to get them made, how to make them And how to try not to F it up In our very, very humble opinion They get released to wherever you get your podcasts Every Tuesday And if you're lucky Friday as well They're the special. Today we're chatting filmmaking black women in film the British Urban Film Festival and their new original film which sheds light on colorism—dark skin versus light skin with their new film No Shade I'm Giles Alderson I have just rapped on the feature film cassette hence where my voice might sound a little tired, it's been 12 days, we shot it in 12 days the feature film uh, cassette and it has been crazy, intense emotional, hard work I am absolutely knackered Um, It was indie filmmaking to its core Everyone jumping in and helping Amazing cast and crew Uh, It was a pleasure to work on But I am exhausted Uh, uh, Those of you who have made feature films Understand what I'm going through right now Um, Those who haven't yet You will Because you will go make your film you're listening to this i hope we inspire you in some way to go out and make your feature film and you can do it you really really can um i'm so close to finishing the day i was getting sent vfx shots all week as well so i was looking at them at night and they are really great i've signed off on pretty much nearly all of them now so we're so close to um the film being completed and that's really exciting um and what else? The vegan documentary's been going on. Dan Richardson's been cracking on that in the background. Uh, I'm going over to Croatia with him very soon to carry on filming that. And I got the first edit of the TV series that I told you about a couple of weeks ago that I shot over in Sweden. And the first edit came through from the editor again. I think that was last night. About four o'clock, I watched that. And it was really cool to see the first edit. It's always hard watching that first cut because he just... oh, It's the first cut and it feels horrible. But actually... It wasn't that. So anyway, watch this space. There's lots, lots of bits and pieces going on, and I'll tell you about them as much as I can, and as much as I'm able to, of course, as you know. So joining me on the podcast today is two wonderful filmmakers who are part of the British Urban Film Festival, and uh, they've made their new original film no shade and we'll get straight into that it's a very long one we talked for a long time so i'm probably going to do this in two parts you'll find out at the end i'm doing this intro now and i'll probably jump in and do this will be the end of part one who knows um and also joining us is my co-host dan richardson i just mentioned there has been happily cracking on with the vegan documentary he also came and shot in cassette Uh, so he was in that feature film as well really nice cameo and he was also in um, a TV series as well hey, you you know what I mean it's it's who you know Uh, it's who you know Um, so it's all really cool and fun and game so he's joining me today on the podcast Raindance, right Raindance, if you haven't where'd that message go? just just disappeared on me, there it is Um, coming up soon is the Raindance Film Festival and as you know we've collaborated with Raindance and they support us and we support them and we give you Discounts just for you guys, the Makes Podcast listeners. No one else gets this. No one in the world gets these discounts at all. Uh, the 26th International Raindance Film Festival is on the 26th of September. It's the opening night party. It is happening and you can get 20% off. It is a really brilliant event to go to. We mentioned it last week. I mention it again because I really think you should go. Why not? Make the effort and do it because you can go for just 16 quid with this discount. Why not? Why not? I'll be there. RD Podcast 20, 26th of September, 7pm. Click the link in the show notes and get there. And look at all their other courses and all their other events as well. And if you're quick, you might just get the last discount that's about to finish. Um, but yeah, Rain Dance is amazing. Honestly, I can't shout about them enough Okay, as you know, subscribe to us on iTunes if you haven't already. Do spread the word. It means, it means the world to us that you guys listen and you take something from this do pass it on uh, So saw Dervis he came on to cassette to do some, um, some some of the fight choreography that was needed for some of the fights it was really nice he just came around and said oh, I've been listening to your podcast man really appreciate it and I've been spreading it to as many people as I know I was like Genghis man that's really cool thank you he's a wonderful actor as well Genghis he's in Nightfall at the moment go watch that uh, you can go see that uh, so thank you brother um, and like he did please do the same thing if you can spread the word Get more people hearing about this podcast. We are on so many platforms now, including Nerdly, including Britpod Scene, including SoundCloud, Spotify, all the rest of them. Um, but go to Apple and uh, do write a review there. We're also on Podfix Network with so many other fantastic podcasts as part of that network. So do check those out as well. The link will be in the show notes. Indie film shout out to Time, Elliot Barker. He sent me an email very recently about his latest short film that has gone on Kickstarter, it's just gone live and it needs your support. It's a short film which demonstrates a microcosm of Brexit and the absurdity and misplaced anger as families from different cultural backgrounds battle it out for superiority on their street. Uh, Amazingly, they are lucky enough to already have half the budget from Sky Arts. Brilliant, well done Elliot and gang. Um, But they're looking for the other 50% go have a look the link is in the show notes do go support if you can if you want your indie film shouted out on the podcast if you've got a screening kickstarter a script read whatever it is give us a shout you know the handles at me at Charles Alderson at Filmmakers Pod and get in touch right so I'm just going to jump straight into it now uh, this is probably part one of our wonderful podcast uh, I'm about to, I'm about to say right so here it is. Right, joining us today to talk about filmmaking is Claire Aniam Osigwe and Emmanuel Aniam Osigwe. Hello, welcome to the podcast.
1: Hi, hello,
0: hello. absolute nice pleasure, it really is, Thank you. let's have a little bit of background about our guest today, so Claire, uh, she exec produced the feature film Urban Decay, which was written and directed by Michelle Taylor and DJ Taylor, again with the same surnames, this, uh, this is the theme, who also acts in the film, as do Joel Grizzle, who is also in No Shade, and previous guest of the podcast, Toby Osmond. Yeah, Ooh. yeah, very nice. Yeah, nice. yeah. we like cool. that. We'd I, have everyone in, and we? we have there's no just, one we haven't yeah, had yeah. Well, there is. Pretty, oh, yeah, there's a couple. There's a few. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, uh, and Emmanuel, he's the founder of Buff, which is the B U F F, otherwise known as the British Urban Film Festival. And he commissioned uh the Buff originals to make its first feature film, No Shade, which he produced. And then it was directed by Claire. It stars Adele Oni and Kadeem Pierce. The No Shade storyline focuses on colorism and is told through the prism of love, relationships, dating and marriage. Honestly, it's a real pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you. Thank you. And we've got to thank Sarah Thomas for actually yes,
1: introducing Sarah. Yes. us
0: uh, via Twitter. Thanks, Sarah. Hello, Sarah. Hello, Sarah. How do you guys know Sarah? Just as a side note.
1: Um, she is... I think quite close mates with Adele loves Mm. everything that Adele does really is a champion of like women in film yeah and loved the fact that I was the writer director of No Shade and then um, came to the Saturday afternoon matinee screening of No Shade at Curzon Last nice. month, the cousin Soho, which is a BAFTA-winning cinema, and was blown away by the film.
0: So nice! So
1: that's wonderful. So yes, yeah. yeah, so I love you to meet her because she t- was tweeting and really supportive. So. Yeah, Thanks, she's really. Sarah.
0: Thank you, Sarah. She is really <laughs> lovely and really supportive. If you're not following her on Twitter, follow her, Sarah Thomas. Hashtag FBPE. That's yeah. it. At Sarah Thomas two o nine on Twitter. Follow Ooh. her there. Do it. Why not? Women in film. Support. 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 So. We wanted to talk about many things today. Um, let's talk about how you guys got started in the film business, because I know you've had different backgrounds. You've, you've come from uh, different businesses. So, yeah. Claire, let's start with you. How did you get into filmmaking in the first place?
1: My journey started when I was ten. I was training as an actor at the Anna Shear Theatre School wow. in North London in Islington. Nice. Yeah. Uh, which is responsible for like the whole cast of EastEnders in the 80s and 90s. Absolutely. Actors recently like Adam Deacon, who was in the same class. Uh, I trained there until I was about 22, 24. 24 maybe even mm. um it's it's a one one week um once a week class so you go over friday night and then when you upgrade to different classes you go on a wednesday night or a sunday night if or whatever. if you're good enough yeah it's to like, the professional yeah.
0: level yeah. if you're, you're not you level. can go on a tuesday right basically <laughs> adam deacon
1: so you, was on a tuesday yes. Boy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah i was always training and uh, i loved acting because um Sadly, on my first day of school, I was taken into care, um, is it in care, children's home. Mm. And um, I would always use drama at school as a way to sort of channel anger, frustration, um and just my creativity. So I used to write poems and then subsequently started a rap group with my two best friends at school. That's
0: cool. Do you, <laughs> you remember any raps? No? Do
1: you uh, want to do one? Uh, go, not at on the top of right this moment. Like maybe by the <laughs> end some might come to me. Uh, so I was in a rap group and I was also an actor. Fast forward, I did drama, English and media at college. Mm-hmm. And then um, we came out of uni 2006 and we were all broke and stressed and worried about what we're going to do. Because Frank, being a young black British actress at the age of 21 is very scary especially when you don't have the support of mum and dad to Mm -hmm. go back home to live after you finish your degree I um, had my own flat from the age of 18 which happens when you leave the care system and, um, so I was always on my own. So I always had free jobs. So even though I was studying part, uh, studying my full time degree, I was working full time. I was working seven days a week as well, as well as going studio to finish my album, as well as trying to get fringe work in the theatre. Mm. So I never had any days off. And I, my work ethic is really, really strong because I just, I'm just so aware of. Death, I guess, because my dad died when I was nine, which is why I went into care because my mom couldn't cope with five children. They're both Mm -hmm. immigrants from Nigeria. And back home when someone dies, the whole village looks after your children over here living on an estate, you know, 200 white families, one of four black families. The other three families were Ghanaian. Mm. So Ghanaians and Nigerians don't get along. Right. So we were on our own. And so my mum struggled, really. Um, and so, yeah, just that sort of um, f- feeling quite isolated and finding friendship through creativity, like I say, through the rap, through the drama, through acting, directing. That sort of was my social world and meant a lot to me.
0: I'm not surprised. That must have been sort of something so the escapism, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I'll oh, completely. Because I remember completely. that age as well. It was yeah. like okay, I
0: did drama and it did as many classes as you could. Oh
1: my god, yeah. Just to like, get, you anger had to out throw to me out of out. a black box, like yeah. you know the rooms, yeah. Uh, because I was just like, oh, when I'm in here, I can be a granny. I can, can be, whoever, be a, right? yeah. you know, like a 19 year old, you know, Chinese girl. I exactly. can, I can be anyone but me because I know when I'm going home i've got stress some worries yeah, and yeah. problems and this and that so anyway um bleak coming out of uh, doing a degree. I was afforded a Masters at Lambda for a year. They were doing this subsidised course locally in East London and I took it and I got on and I got a distinction which was amazing.
0: Congratulations. Thank you. It was like
1: 96 out of 100. I was like, oh my god. And I fluffed my Shakespeare as well.
0: Wow, that was the four. four. You could have had 100. You could have been the first person to get the 100.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And then um, I joined Identity Drama School which is now responsible for the likes of John Boyd Diego yeah, and Letitia, mm-hmm. I was there when John was there. When he first started, he was 16 and, you know, and and uh, Malachi Kirby and some other amazing talent yeah. that have stuck with the school and stuck with Femi and that loyalty and that long-term vision. Um, and I think at that time I was just too broke, too hungry, just like I cannot sustain a lifestyle of further training. Do you know what I mean? I yeah. need to start earning. Mm. Didn't have the gumption to move to America uh, went out there as a makeup artist um, a lot and did work, but as an actor, I was just like, my God, I thought it was hard in England. It's so competitive it's super over, hard there. over
0: there. So it's just you, you makeup artist for a little while. Obviously. Oh, well, I was a makeup
1: artist from the age of sixteen, seventeen. So um, on film one, sets. Film sets, magazines, video, uh, m- mostly music wow. videos. Yeah. So I would do that on the weekend. That's what I'm saying. I was just working That's amazing. In anywhere I could that was creative. Yeah, and and I'm And self taught as well. Yes, and learning on so, the job, watching, oh other my people God, yeah. making stuff. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. So I was the part time manager at the body shop and then I moved up to Bobby Brown and then started doing people like theatre makeup so because I was thinking look there's got to be a way in whether mm. I'm in front of the camera behind the camera as crew there's got to be a way and then basically I just said to myself you know what um film things not happening let's give it 10 years makeup you're doing really well at makeup building your clientele um freelance freelancers making some good money and um at the time I had a lot of allergies so I was actually unwell Mm -hmm. my allergies are wheat dairy gluten and yeast intolerances I was finding that those ingredients were in my skincare my beauty regimes Mm -hmm. um from high street products started making my own went and did a a PGCE so a master's in education so that I could become a drama teacher so that was my sort of Plan B if
2: the filmmaker,
1: yeah, Yeah. sort of thing. If it all doesn't work out, at least I can teach. (laughs) I bet this goes on. Wait, we haven't got to direct. I know, (laughs) I know, I know. So I'm trying to like give you like the real condense. Yeah, and then just swore I would never teach full time Mm -hmm. because I think you can't. It's. I give everything I do 110%. I would literally need to be like the head teacher. Yes. And I would run that school. And you'd and run I, it and, Yeah. yeah. You, I'd give the, the kids everything. I absolutely adore children and I adore the learn, like, young yes. people learning. But that so would mean that, that you couldn't. That would mean the death of the death my of creativity. And of and yeah. And that's fun. too much. Yeah. So I always did it part-time, always look for part-time roles or supply jobs and basically set up my own skincare brand. Mm. Uh, It was the world's first 100% allergen friendly vegan beauty company was certified because hey! oh. I became it. vegan yes. whilst making my skincare products because I felt better so yeah. the ingredients that I was eating I used as the common ingredients in my skincare lemongrass I love Asian food mm-hmm. I love um, Vietnamese food specifically and um, and Indonesian and so lemongrass comes up a lot rose water is great for cooking with rice coconuts cocoa butter shea lavender all the herbs and spices are you know medicinal they're yeah. my best friends you know mm-hmm. they made me feel well and, and look better because if you don't look great as a makeup artist you don't book jobs right so true right if your yeah. skin's not up to scratch like why would anyone yeah, yeah. want you to touch theirs? Exactly. it's, like, it's exactly. obvious and your makeup so range
0: is called so everyone it
1: knows it was it is called pre made. yes however mm. to move into I mean the last six years have been incredible. I was royally honoured by the Queen you for services to dermatology. I amazing. think I'm the first black woman ever wow. and the first person under the age of 40 to be awarded in that specific category.
0: Oh, again, congratulations. Which
1: is mental. So Thank yeah, you. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: That's right, he's not wearing, wearing it now. Is that, is, <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, yeah Do you know little...
1: what? I was actually wearing it quite a bit last year. I've well, yeah. it. For like TV appearances, I've got my little badge. Nice. I've got my mobile. It's in the, the draw
0: somewhere. Yeah. All the yeah. other awards, oh, I love no, the I know. Yeah, awards, Olympic yeah. medals. <laughs> yeah. World Cup winners' medals.
1: Um... Yeah. 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 I've won quite a few awards, um, 16 to be exact over the last five years of business, I guess because the brand was ahead of its time and helped raise a lot of awareness for the fact that to demystify the lies that, you know, vegan skincare is modern medicine for the, squ- um, for the skin. Mm-hmm. Um, that was my doctorate. That's what I chose to write about. And it was, um, approved by Trinity college. And, um, just that yeah you know by cleaning up your diet you help everyone you know it's not just you it's a, it's a, the whole ecology it's it's the best way to live for so, all of us to live
0: you're preaching to the preached here yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> absolutely yeah. so
1: basically 9 months ago i was getting an abundance of clients that were coming to my clinic at harley street over a facial they were talking about their relationships it's a very intimate relationship I have with my clients because they tell me a lot of stuff and um, the one that seemed to be coming up the most was about skin tone and shade and men and dating And women just saying, you know, when are you going to do a bleaching range? Can you find like a natural way to do a bleaching range so Mm. that I can slowly, without damaging my skin, slowly start lightening it? And I was like, why? And they were like, because, you know, my boyfriend left me for someone. She's lighter than me. He's saying that I would look better if I was lighter or that that's sort of like the the standard of beauty. That just made me sick because, Mm. you know, when I remember being 14 and I was always sort of told that i was like less attractive than my lighter skin friend jazz who's my best mate still is to today um, and then other times I'd be, oh, oh you're kind of pretty for a black girl because your nose isn't too big. And even though you've got big lips, they're kind of like, so you've got symmetrical features. So you're pretty for a black girl. So that tells my wow. psyche that I am, um, that the default for dark skinned black girls or women is ugly, alien, not good enough. Mm. And if you somehow deviate from that, then you are an <clears throat> exception to the rule, you're rare. And in that sense, I should feel really privileged that this idiot, thinks that I am somehow special or rare from the rest of my race. I mean, who are these idiots idiots to say this anyway? It's disgusting
0: and it is horrible. I just
1: thought to myself, you know, I'm going to write a little short film about this. Because one time I was on, I was on route to, uh, Temple of Satan. Do you guys know Temple of Satan?
0: Yeah, the
2: vegan that vegan, restaurant. vegan oh, yes. burger joint, right? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Um Doing my one-hour journey down to Hackney to get my burger, and um,
0: one hour to get the vegan burger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love you that dedication, f- yeah, dedication. Yes. Yes. Manuel. You gotta love in that.
2: Russia, <laughs> just like, I'm Can you imagine someone with a name like mine in a place like that? Temple of Satan. Still alive. Yeah, I uh, know. <laughs> <yeah>, <you've laughs> he's been love.
1: converted, <laughs> literally. Um... And so, yeah, a girl, well, a client friend called and was having this rant because actually the guy that was saying this is a mutual friend of ours that I had actually gone to university with. Mm. He'd finished with his light-skinned girlfriend, I guess, you know, Portuguese, whatever. Um, so she's Mediterranean. And he had said to her, basically, I'm happy to fuck you, but not be in a relationship with you because obviously you're not the typical girl that I would be in a relationship with.
0: <laughs> they're so honest. The, <laughs> so the
1: actual honest, words. Terrible. Oh, they're, they're so beautiful. It's just kind of it, The honesty is kind of beautiful and scary mm-hmm. at the same time. The it's choice. like your, your good, good dick and conversation was the actual phrase he used. And so I thought to myself, <laughs> Well, and then she said to me, oh, why is it that dark-skinned girls are offered the dick and light-skinned girls are offered the diamonds? And I was like, this is a title That's for a, a film, title, yeah. Dick yeah. and Diamonds, right? Yeah. So I wrote this short film, got some actors to come <laughs> in and read. And then it was a bit crazy and ended a bit dramatically and didn't give enough time to really focus on the driving forces of where does this, in, this inner sense of colorism come from
0: and and you directed this to yes, be clear. I did, and were yeah. you in it as well
1: i am in the film yes. okay cool yes. how did
0: you find directing because obviously your first thing you directed yes. at this point yes how did you find directing and being in it because uh, it was mental it's tough yeah you man. Wrote it.
1: i wrote directed and co-starred in the film Great. yeah so it's a bit mental so. the thing is because i'm used to juggling quite a lot of things i think in a weird way like even running pre-may and then before then Acting, well, tra- acting training, makeup artistry, journalism, because I've, I've always been a writer for different magazines over the years. Mm. I'm always used to doing a range of things at any one time. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like, right, in this moment, I'm saying action. Oh God, I'm saying action, but I'm in the scene this, in this moment. <laughs> so- am I might like uh, my. Uh, what do you call him? I guess my screen husband, yes. um, Alji, who's an actor, Alji, Fatahi and Salmon. He...
2: Salmon Fatahi.
1: Sa- Salmon Fatahi. Ah, we've all got like really <laughs> strange standards. Um He would sometimes look at me like, he literally was like, you're amazing. And I was like, why? And he's like, because you're like saying cut and turn the camera that way and uh, and then you're like in character like doing all lines yeah, together man. and I'm like I know my mind like I'm glad that I can take on quite a lot of mm. stuff because I I guess that would be quite stressful uh, managing crew managing cast getting the most out of the whole scene yes. and getting the overall look and feel as well as being in the scene's occasionally totally. I wrote myself in a small part but okay. in, in actual fact when the whole film came together it was a nice thread that of, of hope yeah. my relationship I thought you going to say when disguise. the
0: film came together I was the biggest part in it no 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 <laughs> no, no, no everyone no, no, else no, that's out Adele.
1: <laughs> that's Adele and Kadie they totally held this film up and um, it was their first sort of feature film um, credit and... so we're jumping to No
0: Shade now rather than yes. the short yeah yeah okay. so
1: basically they what well, after doing the first table read the actors were like Claire this really this is so really important because as black actors and as black people mm-hmm. we know what's going on we yeah. hear these this rhetoric all day every day in the barber shop at the hair shop you know at your clinic wherever mm-hmm. there's two or three or more black people it will be spoken about in some way yeah. you need to rewrite this as a feature length so that we can really tell this story and what's going on yeah. so I, I, re- I took me another month did a couple drafts wrote it uh did another read there's 20 parts now instead of the initial six new title no shade because the line for me was no shade is superior that's the kind of pinnacle line it's a great title right it
0: really is a strong title
1: and so that was born and then literally i was like we're shooting this mum so that was that was november and then we shot january two weekends so that was five days
0: you shot the whole film in five days
1: Six days, so we had a pickup day.
2: Oh, six days. Oh, a just six days. Day. Right. Yes, oh, <laughs> that ain't impressive.
0: That <laughs> <laughs> and she started. I'm trying to break the right? record. Right. I know. Right. I this know, is know. pretty impressive. Insane. We've had a guy on the bit podcast insane. who made a film in two days. His was set in one location. Right. Yours wasn't. No. Yours was no. set in many locations.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, and maybe you had but one corner and then move around to another. I don't yeah, know. Yeah,
1: we used like one flat and turned ch- it ch- ch- into four different homes. So, again, being, I guess, a makeup artist, you sort of design. It's all design. To me, so like, I'll just dress that like that, and that will look like a different house. And if you dress mm. this room, we picked a three bedroom house in n- n- Northwest London, and then we had a bar. So the bar became the wedding reception, as well as a place of work, as well as the place where people were meeting to out, go on dates. Uh, parks, bridge. bridge, bridge even our flat by the end of, of it, of course, you, you know, do, yeah, different roads. Yeah, I guess it was about five to eight locations. Okay, um, not
0: too bad, but still not too difficult. Too bad. The yeah. location moves that are the yeah,
1: tougher. Yeah, yeah, and the weather changes as well. You yeah, know, like yeah, from especially in January, like mm. shooting was quite tight because it's like fifteen minutes time it's sundown, and you know. So in the color grade, there was you know just some leveling up to do, but I think it was a mixture of like magic and mayhem i think that's what filmmaking is about really yeah it's just insane really
0: it totally is totally is yeah phil hawkins is the guy who made the film in two days yeah. phil hawkins i'll, I'll drop it. watch I'll that one yeah i'll, drop it I'll back listen in to that later. one sorry um, yes yeah no absolutely gosh wow that's that's a great journey and we'll get more into no shade in a minute sure emmanuel yes how do we start um making Uh, the British Urban Film Festival. What was the reason
2: behind it? Were you a filmmaker before that? So where does my journey start? I guess it starts in 1985. Okay, that's back to the future date. Cool, we'll go (laughs) there. So (laughs) I would have been seven years old. Okay. And I've told Claire this story. I was watching Stunt Challenge on ITV. Don't know do you remember that. Then I got into watching television or programmes that I shouldn't have been watching. So Stunt Challenge was one of them. Yeah, the reason why I mentioned that program was because um, I cried because every time I saw David Frost on TV, I'd start crying. Why his face? He's what a very powerful <laughs> presenter. <laughs> <That> <laughs> very powerful. He's got quite a big features, big eyes. Yeah, sure. So that's what, did it actually really make? He, he was did. scared of him. And then, wow. wow, Daddy would use that as kind of payback. So every time Stunt Challenge came on He would force me to watch it oh, wow. I see I thought you were watching it out of enjoyment You loved the show I was and Oh then, okay Because it went on for quite a few years And then <laughs> towards the end I started crying I And daddy would say No you have to watch it And he beat me up da, 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 da. So I thought When I grow up I want to have my own TV channel Where I can do all of this stuff Yeah This is from the age of seven So I kind of had that passion and energy and said, all right, I've got to make sure when I get into university that I do the specific course to be able to do things like this. Mm-hmm. Went through my GCSEs, A levels, and then I chose to go to Thames Valley University because that's where Eating Studios is based. Yes. something I'm thinking, right, I'm, there, the path, I'm in I'm the there, hub of it all. I'm yeah. in there, straight yeah. in. And then on the very first day of university, the Vice Chancellor Said to us that, um, if I were you, I'd try and get out of this university as quickly as possible because your degree's really? not going to amount to much. Oh, great. So you like, cheers, I've just yeah, paid for this. Yeah, welcome. Oh, welcome to the university. Yeah. <laughs> man, just, man, yeah, I, know. I was
0: Chancellor. So he was pissed off at being Vice-Chancellor, yeah, not absolutely. Chancellor. <laughs> right, you lot should that's get out of here as, <laughs> as quickly as possible. Right? <laughs> <laughs> <I> mean, I'm <laughs> Chancellor.
2: Suffice to say, he didn't really last long. No, really funny actually. enough. Well, yeah, that's a surprise. <laughs> 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 so, the reason why he said that was because Thames Valley is not your traditional Oxford-Cambridge type university. But obviously, I heard that and I thought, no, I'm going to stick it out. Yeah. There's a reason why I'm here. So... Initially, I had chosen to do media arts and journalism. Okay. And after a week, I thought, this is, this is not right. This is shit. Too much writing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to get to use a camera editing. So I said, I'm going to do video production instead. Okay. And then as a result, I was then able to do dissertations on Ali G., Mm. Um, which was fantastic. I because bet we, you we get do, to watch some fun stuff at the yeah, same time and talk yeah, about it. That's yeah, brilliant. and prove that he was funny because that's yeah. what the dissertation was about. Ah, to prove he was funny. Yeah, because to this funny. day people think that he's serious and they literally take him seriously, which is obviously that's when genius. you watch the program the and you see Well, especially mm. with this new film,
0: uh, "This Is America." Right? Yeah, this is this is, is America. This is America. This is yeah, yeah, yeah. Complete full circle.
2: It's on tonight. Yeah, yeah, looks amazing. That. Yeah, so you know, I was just fortunate to be able to do subjects on Ali G and because you were a student at that time, you had access to grants and right. funds. Right. So Good I set for up for you, man. <laughs> you <know? laughs> like, yeah, I said, straight this. in there. Yeah. Uh, you won't see that money for 60, 70, 80 years. You know, who's, who's watching. So <laughs> I set up my first production company whilst at university yeah. called IQ Creations. Nice. And this was in 2001. Yep. Good. We came up with another format. Yep. Uh, called the search for buff nice yeah so basically what we did with the festival was how could we get noticed as a festival so we had this concept of having cover models to promote a film festival ah okay so with black films in particular mm-hmm. um i would say in the last few years it's not it's not been as hard to kind of sell black film as commercial or something that people should see Certainly in the last few years, but exactly. before that, yeah. Struggling, right? But we're talking 2003 four, mm. 5 This is when Buff was created, yeah. two thousand and five. So there's hardly an appetite for black film. There was BFM, Black Filmmaker Magazine, mm-hmm. which is where I cut my teeth initially in two thousand and three. Oh, nice. So here I am building my profile and then on the side. I'm coming up with these formats. So the search for buff, we took a camera to the Notting Hill carnival yeah. and buff for people of a certain age is how you describe someone as beautiful or attractive. Um, if you're white, 60 years old, buff is probably something that you polish. <laughs> 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 Basically. So, it's good it's yeah. Yeah. so we took the cameras out and we were interviewing white, 60 year olds and 14, 21 year olds and asking, do you think you're buff? And, Almost, so the allergy was the inspiration. Yeah, kind of. you're nice. not trying to catch people out, but hopefully people kind of cotton on as to why are you doing this. Yeah. So we'd say to them, "We're doing a national survey looking for the buffest people in the UK, and if you're the buffest and people vote for you, you win a prize." <laughs> <laughs> You've got
0: a six-year-old lady going, "It's
2: me, I win." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm so the buffest. They're, office, they're exactly on Camera, and they said <laughs> but Keep it clean, keep it clean. It's going <laughs> out on prime time. So we must have shot about sixty episodes so I mean, again learning our lessons from the match because mm. that was all on paper
0: right it's so better to shoot something better you to shoot, shoot something it. yep, yep. So and you shot these episodes before going to a TV channel yes okay yes great.
2: so whatever happened even if they said no you could put them on YouTube you could do your thing do whatever great okay. yeah. so we did that um, and then in when we launched Buff the festival in two, December 2005 we had this in the can and then we also had Um, some short films so this is off the back of uh, working at Black Filmmaker magazine which Mm -hmm. was founded by Menelik Shabazz Mm. who's one of the most prominent black British filmmakers he did Burning an Illusion 1981 and he set up this magazine in 1998 coming back from the Cannes Film Festival and when he thought where is this outlet for reporting on black film who's doing what Mm -hmm. let me do this magazine so here I am geek that I am thinking I'm there I've yep. got to be part of I've this. got to be part of that. So yeah. I was there, 2002. Um, within six months, I was asked to programme seminars event at the festival a year later i was then tasked with programming the fifth anniversary of the festival which ran for 18 days most it's ever done wow yeah Um, at that point we had films coming in from the states there was one called gang of roses Mm -hmm. starring whitney houston and bobby brown yeah and literally i got a phone call in the middle of the night from their agents (laughs) saying. Could you get two tickets over for Bobby and Whitney to come over? Holy shit! And I tried to convince Menlik. and the you time. went, "No, I can't, I can't." Well, <laughs> no, he said, not left. I, th- "I thought, well, <laughs> this is a golden opportunity Absolutely. for BFM to get on the map." Yeah, black film. Da, 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 you got Whitney, but and he said, "No, black film is about huh. being oh, conscious. It's about films. People need to know about stories like colorism and the ill colorism mm-hmm. wasn't anything back then." But Menlik's thinking was the wider public need to know about the black struggle, what they're going through rather than films with names in it. Wow. So it's kind of like... I get his point, but also at the yes. same
0: time you've got massive publicity there, mm. which means those it. films that people don't get to see, suddenly now they are getting to see or yes. hear about because of the publicity. Sure. Yeah. So yeah, I, I understand awesome. his point, but yeah, that's very frustrating.
2: Yeah. So it was because of that, that I said to myself, if I'm having an opportunity to run my own festival, mm-hmm. I'll be kind of judging Jury as to, oh, I love something with the main stars, but I love something with the emerging up and coming. Yeah. So obviously all those experience then became the British Urban Film Festival in 2005. And the penny really dropped when I attended the Prince's Trust Urban Music Festival, right. as it was back in 05. And you had Will Smith there, you had Akon. Mm. And one of my then friends at the time, I looked at him and said, how can one white guy, Prince Charles, get sixteen thousand black people in a room huh. in Els Court. Yeah. And no one's fighting. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So if he can do it, why why can't we do it? Yeah. And so an urban music festival then became an urban film festival. Nice. And then Buff was born. Um December thirteenth, oh five. Um we p- we pitched the search for Buff to ITV because that's where we launched yes. the festival. Yeah, and so this is through your production company, QI? yes, yeah, IQ yeah, yeah. Creations. And then I set up another company, Buff Enterprises, mm-hmm. um, just in case something happened with the TV show, but you had the festival on the side. Nice. So, again, like Claire, just keeping, keeping things spinning. going, yeah, mm-hmm. wheeling and yeah. dealing, making sure you're, yeah. you're on top of it. Still studying, I was a manager at McDonald's for my sins at the time, yeah. so I was doing wow. All wow. sorts, but yeah. Um, Which and is the vegan connection again. Yeah, the vegan the connection. Yeah, he was, thing, he yeah. was
1: part of the team that, you know, branded the veggie burger. Boom. So he tried. It's serious, yeah, were
2: you? Yeah. I can't really take the credit for it. <laughs> well, let's just leave it in. <laughs> no one ever know. No. We'll be like, oh, did he? Wow, wow. There's, there's nothing so about like, Don't, no, you. about it. Give him an you. <laughs> <Yeah. No. laughs> yeah. So we launched uh, Buff in 05. Yeah. And this was four days after the great Richard Pryor passed away. Ah, right. So this was like, you know, that's how I started the launch of the event. So obviously with Buff, it's about whatever you perceive that word urban to be. Because to the mainstream media, the word urban just means black. And I consciously set out with the festival to dispel that uh, myth, anything but black. Yes, black is a part of it, Mm -hmm. but urban could be people on the margins of society, working class, immigrants, LGBT, uh, disabled, queer, whatever you think. Everything we're talking about now in politics that's what Buff was trying to incorporate through the festival, mm-hmm. on screen and off screen. So obviously our our makeup as a festival, you had me as the director. Yep. Uh, and then you had 9-11-2001. Mm. Um, the reason I mentioned that was I was trying to get funding for Buff. Right. And I tried to set up an account with a bank Yeah. and they saw my surname, which was Double barreled. And then they saw me with a moustache wow. back and they're Ugh. thinking I'm a terrorist. And they couldn't give me the money. So it's like... Wow. Literally, that's what was happening. It was that hysteria. Holy shit. Crazy. So fortunately, I still had the student loans to kind of fall back on. Yeah. But then here's the best bit now. So at the time, we then moved into our first house as a family. So, mommy and daddy put my name on the deeds. Oh, nice. So, thought, okay, yeah, thanks. And uh, yeah, exactly. So, off the back of that, I thought, all right, I'm gonna mortgage the house mm. to fund the festival, uh, and I didn't tell oh. them. Oh, oh, oh. oh my gosh, that is the oh best. Oh my bit. god, well, nice work. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah,
0: so you were like all those times you beat me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, I've just remortgaged the house. Yeah. So <laughs> I didn't tell them. I'm running away now <laughs> for six <laughs> years. Six six years I got away with that. And they didn't I, know for six years. They didn't know
2: for six years. So I waited oh. for the opportune moment to kind of tell them. So it's fortunate it was in the West End, actually. And I said to them, Buff is going to be in the West End this year. So mummy and daddy are thinking, oh, you're going to be in the West End this year. So they dress up to the nines like the Queen and Prince Philip. And I kid you not... When they arrived, <laughs> one one of my assistants at the time literally curtsied.
0: Really, to my I'm picturing coming to America
2: right now. Is, there, <laughs> is that the look? <laughs>
0: even more. <glad laughs> yeah, really. Saying, oh, this the, is
2: Nigeria. The, the dress she wow. had on is just kind of stole the show. So unbelievable. I love it. And then she looks around at the venue because it's, it's magnificent it's venue. Of course it is. Yeah. And she like, Me where did you get the money for all this? Well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> um. There you <laughs> so, go. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and you went, wow. And so, I, again, oh this 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 is why with really? mummy and daddy, they're just incredible people who are no longer with us, unfortunately. Oh, sad. Um, when I told them uh, where the money had come from, mm. daddy then turned around and said, do you know what? We're going to make this into a family business. He did. We're, we're going to support you whatever oh, you need. amazing.
0: So is that and you were thinking, I should have said this three <laughs> <If not> <laughs> <laughs> years ago,
2: Yeah. That's so, amazing.
0: So let's talk about how, um, Buff originals and how yeah, you, mean, you said, let's make no shade. How did that happen?
2: So with the festival, we're kind of thinking, well, we've done this place, we've done this place, we've done the festivals, we've done features, we've done David Essex, we've done Ashley Waters, we've done Noel Clark, we've done, we've done the who's who of mm. black British film. What, but, how do we top it? we do our own film. There you go. Nice. So we set up buff originals and obviously Claire had the idea uh, with No Shade. And I guess if there wasn't a buff, I don't know who would have taken on No Shade. So in many ways, mm. you had that kind of safety blanket. Not that I was ever going to say, no, we're not going to show No Shade. Sure, sure. So it's like, yeah. yeah. So I guess she had that she knew that it was going to be shown to a public audience. Yes. So literally the, the sky was the limit in terms of how we're going to attack the film. And obviously the experience of the last 13 years, mm-hmm. you had all the contacts, mm-hmm. all the actors, actresses literally just went through the whole book and said, right, who are we going to get for this film? Da, 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 da. The marketing was off the scale. Yeah. Literally the day we announced that um, we launched this company and that was going to be part of the festival, BBC World Service uh, gave Claire a call, called her in, so we want to know about colors and about no shade, etc., etc., etc. And literally, for six months, it's BBC this, Channel Five that, filmmakers podcast that. Filmmakers yeah. yeah, I mean. just that. say, that was a big congratulations! <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is your biggest congratulations yeah. right now. Yeah, so it's an incredible right. journey. Um, and then we came to the festival, the opening mm-hmm. night at the Rio in yeah, Dorston, yeah. standing room only, you had queues. Going around the block, Red carpet.
0: So it must have been a great night. So how did you actually raise the money for it? What did you do? Is it all just...
2: Well, I didn't mortgage the house.
0: You didn't mortgage the house? No, no, no. no, Claire wouldn't allow that. She was... was, Oh, Yeah. (laughs) This is the time <laughs> to say. years exactly. Claire's like, no, no, I'm on top of that. Yeah, yeah. no. Well, when,
1: well when I, they I they all yeah, you have yeah, yeah, they to, do you change. Have yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and imagine Claire's pretty
0: dream. on it. She's, you know, she's run businesses. She's got a queen's no, she's medal. A she's a yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: No, I mean, it was a combination of me. Emmanuel and my big brother giving us finishing money to right. make the film, so it was self-funded. So you didn't go finance. to the Arts
0: Council this time. Oh hell go, no, 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 that. no, no! Right.
1: Because when you go to them again, like what you experienced with the festival, when you go to them with for you know your film, they wouldn't have. I mean, you when you guys watch No Shade, you'll see what this film's about, and yeah. it's beautiful because it's unfiltered. Mm-hmm. I couldn't have somebody, you know, sorry, but some white male, pale and stale telling me that oh, you know, too many F-bombs too many, it's like, bro
0: yeah, this is, <laughs> this real is the
1: colloquial language of my people like, yeah. this is how we speak this is what it's about Yes, and I cannot curtail that because then it's like well let's let somebody do the real version of no shade, no this is the definitive there film about yeah. colorism yeah. Fine. and I don't care who comes after me afterwards and wants to you know repeat or regurgitate <coughs> or from their point of view or whatever they will always come back to no shade I know for a fact in 50 years time yes. you know people will be like Because for me, No Shade is like Spike Lee's, she's got to have it or do the right thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, and people that have come to see it are like, you could be that filmmaker. If you carry on for the next 30 years telling films as real and as rago, which means like raw, as this, then it's just like legacy it's just like mm-hmm. a heritage of film that we just n- have never got to see and said like because you guys have been brave enough to put your own money in and just get on with it instead of going I've been waiting for the BFI to like approve my mm-hmm. application it's yeah. like oh, well, I just don't have that, level. I just don't have have that time yeah totally, it is. it's a waste
2: of time and yeah, also yeah. with the subject matter yeah. it, it deals with black love which mm. in the UK you think it
1: black Black people love each other in the UK. Like in terms of the cinema, there's no, there's not been a black British, two black leads Mm. loving each other on screen Mm -hmm. for over 20 years. Yeah. So that means since I was 13 years old, I've never seen that. All I've seen them doing is stabbing each other, Mm -hmm. shooting each other, killing each other. And so... No shade is so significant because it's like within <coughs> love, there is nuances and different things. But actually, there is love.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And what, so, so let's talk about the, the story of it on the, the actual, I mean, we touched on it before about the film in itself. But yeah. now you're going, okay, I'm actually going to make my feature film. We've got five days.
2: Yeah. How, how did
0: you go about it how did you go okay well we can money's fine we can ask friends and family yeah. to help out but yeah how did you actually set up do you shot list do yeah
1: you, i mean i, uh, I mean
0: uh, how did you work it
1: we our dp was a guy um pakistani guy called um israel azam he had worked mm. on an itv pilot I liked the texture that he got from using a Blackmagic camera. Mm-hmm. It looked just as expensive as an ARRI. They but do. It wasn't. They
0: do now. With decent lenses on them. It's not decent a problem. Lenses. Yeah. So we
1: got him all the lenses that he needed and the DJ, DJI Ronin. Ah, they're annoying fuck, are I hate working with them. Constantly. Foolishness. Like wasting hours. Totally. Like to get no, just,
0: to we're work. just balancing
1: it up.
0: No, fuck no, that. just hold it. No, just fuck hold it off, man. Yeah, you exactly. with it. Totally. You'll get the same <laughs> shot. you know what I mean? Like... I'll smooth it out later. Exactly. Charlie. Charlie. This We're episode is sponsored Charlie. by DJI. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck you guys. <laughs> Like, They've got better, oh, apparently the latest one out oh, really? is everyone keeps telling me. No, the like latest one's amazing. I'm like, no, no. No, no. no. I, I've does, had does the old school way Totally, though. stick it on your shoulder. You'll be fine. <laughs> but the black magic's quite small, so I understand yes, why, yes, why people want yes, to they do are that. But, um, so
1: no, we I broke down the script into locations. Yeah. So that like, we're shooting all these locations in day one and two, three, four, five. Yeah. Everyone got paid. So all of the actors were on equity day rate. Great. Yep. All the yeah, cast and well we, um, crew, we um, negotiated a day rate that they were happy with. Mm-hmm. And um, I interviewed everybody. Um, between. Catering, we had. We got fed. Everyone nice. got fed, yeah, proper. Yeah, yeah. We lived on such vegan the first food two the
0: whole years. time, or was it? It was hard, I suppose.
1: Oh, because not everyone was vegan. So no, we were sort of imposing it on yeah, them through yeah, like our selection hard. of food. Well, you we, know what yeah, I mean? I like would veg patties, we we vegan are. patties. We patties. We but did it was relatively healthy. We had a little bit of cheese on toast, people were having, and different little bits. So it was mainly veggie vegan. Fair enough. I'm just, you know, I'm just vegan. I'm being mean. It's fine. That's, it's a fair point. Um, and so so yeah it was it was kind of measured out through location and then people were paid um, their day rate or the the, the equity stuff mm-hmm. and then um, we paid for the flat obviously the parks and exteriors are free. One of the venues let me down the pub which was the bar.
0: Oh, didn't you lose, like, your venue on your first day, shooting?
1: Oh, my God, right. So, basically, we rented, that, I know. Right? totally
0: I just forgot <laughs> you. Like, he's rented. had such a great time, it's amazing, my phone's yeah. amazing. Uh, oh, hang on. Uh, turned, so, you turned up first day, first day. shooting, your first 7 feature 7am, we, we left the
1: flat, we left our house in King's Cross. <sighs> oh we gosh. drove over with, like, all this oh, luggage all the and, props and, props and kit, kit everything. and everything.
0: Yeah, food. Oh.
1: And, um... We cool got, time, was nine, wasn't it? Cool time was nine. We got there for eight. Yeah. There was a was supposed to be a lockbox with the key in it to get into this eight bedroom mansion in Halsden. Yeah the lockbox wouldn't open for about half an hour and I'm looking locked. like some little like, you know, black ninja because I've got like a black hoodie <laughs> on and it's like yeah. eight in the morning and people are like, who's this girl? And I'm like, oh my God, like, what is this all about? So I'm like trying Frostbite to open it well. th- yeah, Oh yeah, because it's, it's cold. It's January, is it, It's finished. I was like, oh, my fingers are fucking dropping off here. <laughs> <laughs> trying to call Airbnb, <laughs> like what is going on? So they're like, oh, sorry, we gave you the wrong code. So I'm putting the right code so I open it Get the key, yeah. go to open a door, and it won't open. <sighs> no. It just would not open, for Holy the love shit. of
0: God. That's like a moment when you go, oh, I've just got the treasure, because you've managed to open something, and then the treasure's yeah. underneath the treasure. Yeah, yeah. It's it, was, like there's another it was so devastating,
1: because... We wanted to so, to open. Yes, yeah, to it I bet you wanted to. <laughs> because oh. the cab driver's like, unloaded everything into oh, the front man. door, innit? It's yeah, like, of course, he's gone off. He's got to go to another job, Addison Lee, do you know what I mean? Um, sponsorship <laughs> there. <laughs> and so <laughs> literally my phone died. What? <gasps> what? Full battery to zero. Oh the cold. Right. What? It's the
0: cold. I literally cold that, was yeah.
1: like, I'm I could cry but wow. I won't. Yeah. I want to die. Because
0: you're but trying I to stay won't. in control. <laughs> <Yeah>. and Get <laughs> your film made. <laughs> I want to die. Welcome to filmmaking. Yeah, <laughs> That's filmmaking right there.
2: Right. I was literally you saying today to <sighs> Satan Murphy's on set. Literally, there you go. literally yeah. Literally,
1: literally. We had Satan Trump Murphy on <laughs> set every day, Like, literally. Yeah. Holy
2: shit. Um, uh-huh. Some so guy like a yeah.
1: Jaguar or Lamborghini. I'm not good with cars. I think it was a Jag. Anyway, he pulls up and parks up outside the house. Yeah. And he's just like, you know, lavishly. In Halston on... and his jag, yeah, like, what's going like, on
0: there?
1: I was like, look, look, mate, I know you don't know me. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: but, <laughs> but I need to phone my husband I'm an he's award winning <laughs> he's like my name's Dr Claire it's Dr Claire the yeah, queen the yeah. 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 I didn't tell him none of that I was like look bro I know yeah. you don't know me
0: Yeah.
1: can I just use your like look my phone is finished like I don't know why this is happening to me I know. I look but like I need my husband moment, to come but... round exactly I'm dressed in black <laughs> looking like I'm trying to like fucking burgle something were you on your own as well I'm literally on my oh, no, own because no, I've no, told everyone to go to the next location yeah. After we set up for this house, I see. Oh, man. So when I'm just like, the only two rows up, but with no phone. You can't, can't run off and leave the staff. staff. Like,
0: yeah, yeah. So, so I'm like Dude. this lovely man Dude, in the jacket, and he's
1: like, "Yeah, cool, man. Just, oh. just take the phone." I was like, oh, "Wow, oh, 07 You know, you're trying to remember numbers. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Who, who
0: we don't really remember numbers, numbers? these
1: days. Yeah, yeah. Emmanuel, Emmanuel, oh. my they bring around Israel's car. We need to uh, put everything into Israel's car right now yep. and take it to the oh. to the venue uh, to the second venue, which was a Portuguese restaurant, because this door is not opening, man.
0: And you'd paid for this, for paid Airbnb. for this up
1: front. Oh. And then they had a like their estate agent who was running it because now Airbnb a proper like posh. They have like ah. estate agents that run things, <laughs> so they're coming round with the spare key. Spare key don't work. So I'm just like you're like, am
2: killing my, my like, shoes I've shoe got five
0: fucking finished, days You've just killed five like, hours motherfuckers.
2: Five hours of standing outside <laughs> like, in the cold They were, they were trying it to withhold mad. Giving us the money back Because they wanted what? us to take pictures they To prove how could you, know, you prove the door won't open But he it's filmed not, it like, We filmed it
1: like, We filmed,
0: filmed it good Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, to yeah, yeah knocking it And
1: then they did it And then I literally had to like Be going yeah Action And then I was like looking for a new flat, found a lovely wow. flat that mm. was half an out of the road, but it was so discreet. So you so managed
0: to find a new flat in that time? Find a new flat in that wow, time. We wow, went
1: to wow. a local estate agent. Do you remember we went go to an estate agent? Me. He came in and was like, but he was charging some silly money. We're like, no, oh, nah, nah, nah. nah, 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 nah. 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 So we ate at the, the the restaurant were happy to have us as long as we kept on ordering food. Mm. So obviously we're out of pocket now because everyone's just ordering up the Yeah, you know what people are like suddenly they take the piss just, exactly. Like, oh, but we're like, do you know what? We, this is our problem, innit not it? Yeah, 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 so yeah. we shove everyone in like four cars, Six. a convoy of cars, like down to the new flat. Mm circling the flat so wasting more money again like looking Gosh. for the location it's all lovely and discreet which is annoying but great mm. getting into the flat and the flat was wonderful. Oh,
0: really? Oh, so, so glad.
1: So we just settled in.
0: Yeah, it got your first shot down a few hours well, later. We,
1: yeah, exactly. So it was sort of in reverse. So that meant yeah. that one of the actors was actually from Brighton. He'd come down at nine, didn't leave us until 10.30. At night. At night. Yeah. And um, Fred uh, Fred Lancaster. Love you, Fred. Good cool man. Really great guy. And, um, and Veronica as well, who was also from Brighton. She went up um, late as well. Veronica
0: Jean Trickett. That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah Veronica absolutely.
1: Jean Trickett. DJ Lonyo. Lonyo was in the film. Tanisha from Birmingham, but she was staying on set. Tanisha White, who's also my second AD, stills photographer and acts in I a, in a scene. Yeah. So... We, yeah, that, that night, there, a lot of wine was consumed, just <laughs> trying to
0: sort of debrief. <laughs> and you're like going, I've still got another four days to Oh shoot, my God,
1: yeah. literally up at seven, yeah, like crew again, was on set at 8.30. doors down. It was mad. <laughs> mad, um, mad. But yeah. how
0: did you feel when, I mean, obviously at the time you probably just, it's a blank memory of just, just get on with it and focus and concentrate.
1: I just know that when you're trying to do anything special, all hell will break loose. It's a sign. I'm, yeah. I'm we're We're religious, spiritual, I do believe in God I was we both both brought up as Christian, Catholic, even for me and um it's is you're just sort of taught to know that if you want to do something magnificent, you are going to be challenged. Mm-hmm. So when those challenges arise, I'm just like, oh, come on Satan then." Yeah, let's, yeah. Go let's go because you know what I mean it's me or you and it's yeah. gonna be you so
0: I, and I'll fight you I'll fight you <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: I,
1: I'm here I'm born to fight like yeah, I, yeah. I'm not going until I'm gone so <laughs> yeah. what are we doing?
0: you know <laughs> it's
1: literally a battle to win um, in, in life and so the battle of yeah just chugging through and getting this film done by hook or crook and mm-hmm. having to even recast during the, the shooting did really? you Why? yeah one of the actors um, I had to dismiss him on Gross Miss
0: Wow. As I'd said, this is the end of part one. It is such an in-depth, brilliant chat about diversity in filmmaking, about women in filmmaking, uh, and the differences there. And I think it is vital for us to hear that and I think it is important to get the message across. So this is the end of part one. Part two will be out on Friday. Join us then when I'm hopefully less tired to do the intro, the outro, one of the two. Um, But and I've got some sleep so uh, yeah, have a lovely evening have a lovely day, whatever you're doing thank you for listening, do spread the word subscribe to us and um, yeah, get to the rain dance I will see you there on the 26th
2: this was a podcast from the Podfix Network you can check out more shows like it at podfixnetwork.com